what's good? What's good, everybody? What's good, everybody? Uh, how y'all doing? Okay. It's sports in the morning show. Uh, my boy Mo, right here, man. Mo ain't on today, so we got a we got a replacement, Jory, and um, uh, my boy Will in the building. How y'all doing this morning? How you uh, good people doing this morning? All right. How you doing? I'm doing awesome, doing awesome, okay, man. How about yourself? Doing good, doing good. Hey, Will, man, you do a good job on that on that wrestling, man. I got to uh, commend you on that one, Will. I got to commend you on that one, man. Oh, thank That's you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, you good, man. You good. So, Will, as you know, you will be on here for the uh, you'll be on here for the first segment, first four segment. Maria will pull up right behind you uh, at the finish off everything, and Jerry will be up here with me throughout the whole whole day, whole day. So, other than that. Let's get started, man. So we got uh we got uh KB coming out and saying offenses uh wins championships. Uh undervaluing defense. Basically, he's undervaluing uh defense uh in the playoffs. Is that true? Will I'm gonna start with you. Is that true? Do offenses win championships or do we we make some for it? I don't think so. <clears throat> At some point you gotta get a stop somewhere. I mean, you can't win all your games 146 to 144. Um, you're going to have an offshoot night, um, and I think defense is important. Um, you have some teams that won championships based off their defense. Look at what the Pistons did. Um, and go back, even though the Warriors didn't have a great individual defender, they played good team defense in their championship runs. So, no, I don't agree with that statement. It was an idiotic statement to say. This stupid. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, Jerry, go ahead. Uh, pretty much right along what you said. It's like, come on, Kevin. I understand you're not known for playing particularly good defense, but to completely undermine it, it's absurd. Because, yeah, whoever scores the po most points win the game, but you got to stop somebody from scoring too. Like, if you have an off game, at least make sure the other team has an off game too. That way it's and it's like that's one of the most annoying takes in sports when people start saying offense do more i'm like mm. offense wins games but defense wins championships because when it comes down to it in the fourth quarter and you need a stop you're not relying on your offense to get you a stop and then your defense leads into your offense so if you don't have a good defense, what are you what are you doing on the court pretty What's much so i feel like it's In a championship team, the whole team has to be balanced, but defense does win championships, more importantly. Case in point, look at those Don Nelson teams from back in the day. All offense, no defense, and what did they win? Nothing. Exactly. Yep. Nothing. Exactly. Mike, Mike D'Antoni is a good example to that. Offense, don't play, mm -hmm. don't play, no, don't play no defense. The only – only op real well, I would say the only real opportunity he had was 2017 when Chris Paul actually got hurt. You can make a case, but I don't use that as no excuse. We we shouldn't know where hell missed 27 straight goddamn shots in, yep. in the game number seven to even be in that consideration. We still should we still could have ended up whooping the Warriors, but other than that, I'm just saying his offense, like he was the first one to kind of build that seven seconds or less offense. Hurry up, get down the floor, score, get back, and all that you doing all that. You're doing all that, but don't play no defense. If you can't stop the ball from going in the basket, 
then all that scoring doesn't matter if you can't stop the ball from going to the basket. It's just like in, in the NFL, if you can't if you can't stop the other team from going down there and scoring, hey, it doesn't matter how many points you score. It, you got to stop the other team. You got to stop the team other team from going down 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 there and score. Speaking of my Texans, can couldn't do that last year, but other than that, that's another story for another day. <laughs> I'm like, it's like a track meet if you don't play defense. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna need you do no favors if you don't you do yourself no favors by by not playing defense. You do yourself no favor. You ain't lying, you ain't lying about that. You ain't lying about that. Uh, so we got uh key in the building. We got uh Sajan always in the building. Uh, you say uh got key. key in the building. Key hard. Uh, she you're harder working than me, Key. I ain't the hardest working person. You the hardest work. You hard working than me. Uh, we got Kyle in the building saying good morning. Good morning to everybody. All right, so uh we do agree that defense does uh win win championships. Uh. He said, uh, he said, uh, you gotta uh, play defense. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you definitely gotta play defense. So if you don't play, if you can't stop the other team from scoring, then all those, all those points don't matter. You can score a hundred, you can score uh, hundred and fifty, but if you're giving up two hundred, it's not not a good recipe. For example, if you're giving up two hundred, nope. you're giving up two hundred. So uh, other than that, uh, we got the uh, next topic, and it's about Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks, which is you know. Don't I don't got too much faith in the Atlanta Hawks. I already know uh, they did a good job though. They signed one of my favorite players back in Murray, which is I'm happy for him that he got paid. Uh, but Trey Young said uh, championships will be brought uh, to will be basically brought to the organization of Atlanta. <laughs> you talking to two people who live in Georgia? We see the truth. We yeah. see the truth. We I live in Georgia. You see the truth. We see for what it is. <laughs> I live I here. See. Go I ahead. Live here. We live here. Go ahead, Jerry. I, I will fly down 20 doing 110. I promise you. I'm like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I so this, uh, I, we already know we already know will 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 don't even believe in that nobody on this panel believe in they they would do it so I'm gonna throw a question I'm gonna throw a question I'm gonna throw a real question before will answer it so uh will I hate to bring this up though which team would you bank on winning a championship if you had out of out of out of, out of Atlanta and Chicago which one would win it first oh the Bulls will win first. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the Bulls win first, and that's a bad thing to say because our Alfred office is a shade above Atlanta's, but we'll win first before they would. We will that 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 situation in Atlanta is terrible. terrible. And I'm telling people, let Click Capella go, let him go. Trey Young will be next to go. That GM is running that team like he's Tempo basketball from back in the day. That's how he's running that team in Atlanta. That don't make no sense. None. None. <laughs> Come on now. And it's been like that for years. Yeah. They have no clue on what they want to do. For no years. identity. No clue. No identity. 
Um, you all talk about not playing defense. That's Trey Young all day long. <laughs> that's Trey Young all day long. I mean, he's undersized oh. to begin with, but that's him right there. But that's him right there. He, 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 can he pull up? Can he can he pull up from half court? Yeah. But on the other end, he gonna give up that same three he hit. He gonna give up that other. He gonna give give up a three on the other end. Yep. That team is just that, that team is just in disarray right now. You know who I, and you know who I feel sorry for? I know about six Hawks fans, and I feel for them every season because you know they ain't gonna be no good. All right, so uh, Jerry, which team? I'm like, I'm not going to watch that. I ain't paying no money for it. No. <laughs> the last time I paid money for a Hawks game was when Chicago mm-hmm. rolled in town and Michael Jordan was playing. Other than that, that's it. Which team will win it I first? I know there's more Dreams games than I do to the Hawks game. <laughs> no, the Dream way, hey, the Atlanta Dream uh, way more. The Atlanta, the Atlanta, the Atlanta Dream way more excited. They way more. You, I watch, I watch, I watch yeah, WNBA already. I, I watched that. Uh, I watched that already. They way more exciting. They way more exciting. See, you, I'm not. I don't want. I don't want. I don't even want to make it except make it seem. Like, Seem like it's uh I don't want to make it really seem, but that girl Ryan Howard, she bad mm-hmm. bad though. I ain't gonna lie to you. But uh uh like I say, uh we'll bust out laughing when I said who win first, who win first. Y'all hey in the chat, y'all let me know the people in the chat who will win the championship first out of Atlanta and Chicago. Who 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 would you who will win the championship first out of them out of them two teams? Who win it I first? Say you say who? You say the Thunder win first. <laughs> I believe I that too. <laughs> I believe that too. <laughs> the Hawks are just in bad shape, man. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy for Dan. I'm happy for Murray to get the bag. I'm happy to see that. But you let Collins go for nothing. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of been wanting to give him up though. A lot of been wanting to do that. That's they true. been wanted to do that. They, they didn't want to pay him nothing. They didn't want to pay him nothing. They been wanted to let him go. He been they wanted him to go. They've been wanting him to go like three years ago, ever since he got into that altercation with Trey Young. And he called out actually Trey Young. And then the next game, Trey Young decided not to pass the ball throughout the whole game and not even try to do nothing with the ball. And then he was going and Trey Young is a bad teammate because uh, he had an option. He had an option to sit on the bench with his teammates and support his team. You know what he did? He decided to stay at home. I remember that. In the media, in the media asked him that same question. He said, why why is you not supporting your teammates? Why is you not on the bench to support your teammate? Ain't that what a leader do? And Trey Young, Trey Young was uh just going back and forth with the uh interview person. He said that's the reason why you're interviewing interviewing now. But ain't that's the mythic though? When you're not playing or even mm-hmm. you don't sit you on the bench, ain't you supposed to be out there supporting your guys, supporting your teammates? Ain't that's mm-hmm. the leader supposed to be doing, not just sitting at home watching, watching from the TV. And stuff like that. You supposed to be on the bench supporting your supporting your teammates. That's right. And again, Trey Young is he has that that, that I, I, That's believe, why I believe. Mm-hmm. That's why the, the city finna turn on them soon. If they haven't already, yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. Have, it's gonna happen. It's I gonna know happen. that for a fact. It's gonna happen. Yep. Yep, definitely, definitely. So uh we all agree they not they not winning a title, they're not winning a title. Hey, cool. No title. cool, I saw your comment down there. I'm telling you, there ain't no way in ain't no way in H E double L that 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 uh, roster gonna get turned gonna get turned over anytime soon. Ain't no way in the world that roster gonna get turned anytime soon. That GM, <laughs> is, 
the front office in Atlanta is just so inept at what they're doing. And like I say, you have to have direction. You have to have some type of identity to go off of. The Hawks don't have the Hawks don't know it. The Hawks don't have it. So I don't think that's gonna happen with them anytime soon. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. They need a basketball person up in there who they really need. They really don't have that right now. I I forgot those people name. I, I know uh well, somebody young. I know somebody young in the front office uh that actually runs the front office. Somebody it's a young person that runs. I believe it's the owner's son, right? That yeah, runs the Atlanta. Son. Yeah, he runs the front office in Atlanta. I believe that's who it is. That traded away uh some first round picks for Murray. For Murray. Go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry. I said that's why it's a mess in Atlanta because you got nepotism. Go get a basketball person. <laughs> they got yeah. I I, I, watched, I watched something on the Atlanta Hawks. They got a young guy uh, over the squad. They got a young guy uh, with with the GM. They got a young guy GMing. But the dad got all the power. The dad got all the power. The dad got to say so who he wants to get and who who they want. And then the son will try to do whatever it takes to make it happen. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's what it is right now. So uh yep so we got uh justin fields uh said he's going to uh justin fields basically said he's going to uh five uh uh, running quarterbacks of all time he's going to be one of the five running uh quarterbacks of all time uh what you think about that will you really want to say that i mean because but if Chicago run, in the news now. You got Chicago. If you're running you run by design, I get it. But a lot of times he wasn't running by design. He was running because he had to. Um, I, I, I guess it, fix your offensive line issues, which the Bears are trying to do. Um, you fix your offensive line issues. I can see that. He's talented enough to do that. Um, it, it, they're trying to upgrade the receiver core. They're trying to get better out there in Chicago. Uh, they got a bright future with, um, with a bunch of picks. So, um, yeah, I, I could see that happening if they fix the offensive line. And uh, like I said, you run by design and not because you have to um, run off of being flushed out of the pocket. Go ahead, Jay. Okay, like I thought he was pro- projecting, right? Not saying that he's one of the top five now, right? If he was saying it like that, I'm like, no, not because of like you've done a lot without doing much of anything. Like, those are not designed runs most of the time. Like Will said, most of the time you're screwed for your life because your offensive line was made out of Swiss cheese. So it's like you have the talent, but that the way that talent has been used has not been conducive to winning football games. So, like, Chicago's rebuilding the team around him, protecting him. They're getting a solid defense around him, too. And they're trying to hit, hit him with his help. But I don't think Claypool's going to be worth it. But that's neither here nor there. But within I, the next, it's like, yeah, if the team comes together the way they want it to come together and how it should come together, this is a conversation that's going to have visited in a few years. But right now, no. I do like the addition of DJ Moore. I yeah. do love that pick. That gives him a number one receiver. Claypool can be a good number two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do like that addition. Um, they also made some upgrades in the running game as well. So, you know, like I said, they're a young team. It can happen, but they still got a lot of things they need to um, improve upon. Um, but And I saw a comment earlier saying he's um, following in the same footsteps as Josh Allen. Yeah, he really is following, and that's a good point. He really is following in the same footsteps as Josh Allen. There's just one difference, though. Josh Allen can take that beating. 
that's a big boy. Um, you're not as big as him. <laughs> so um, so you gotta be careful with that. But um, but yeah, Chicago, they're tr- they're trying to get there. And uh, once you get the offensive line issues um squared away, I could see it. He's not top five right now, but he can um but, but he can definitely get there. I mean, really, is he following the fa- same footsteps in jo- with Josh Allen? Is he really doing that? Because Josh Allen, who has a better wide receiving core, he, he has a better offensive line, he has a better running game, he, ha- he has a way better defense than Chicago. Last year, Chicago was just terrible all around. Mm-hmm. And I felt bad for Justin Field. Justin Field, every single time he dropped back, he had to run for his life. Um no, the receivers on and on. You talking about Claypool? I don't even call that dude that. I call him Finding Nemo because he literally hasn't showed up since his rookie year. Chase Claypool hasn't really, has not been good since his rookie year. He has been horrible. He has been horrible, and you still can't find him. You can't even find him at training camp. You still can't even find him. You can rarely find. You can find him at training camp. So I don't uh, until I see some some improvement in Chase Claypool. You say what, Jerry? Cause he got trying to be a supermodel. He, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The, I, love I said, it. man, they. Uh, I, I, I can't find uh, Chase Claypool. Uh, just like the same thing, Juju Smith used to all of a sudden now he's a good wide receiver just because he had a thousand yards, nine hundred yards with Patrick Mahomes after he didn't had Antonio Brown over there with the Pittsburghs. With the Pittsburgh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, other than that, now he gets that big. They, I guess, the New England Patriots kind of sold on Juju Smith Schuster after playing with Patrick Mahomes and winning the Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes. But this team, this Bears team, should be better. They should. They, they on paper, they, they should actually be bet, be better with uh, DJ Moore, like uh, Kyle mentioned. Kyle mentioned. I like that dude right there. That dude is an underrated wide receiver. I re- really like DJ Moore. And also, uh, they got a sleeper at running back. They got a sleeper at running back. I think that's going to play backup role. He's, I don't think he's going to start. Uh, I got a, my guy, Roshan Johnson, out of Texas. I think he's going to be a, a hell of a backup in the backfield, a hell of a backup in the backfield. So I'm expecting some uh, big things, uh, Detroit. They added uh, – I mean, from the Chicago Bears, they did get their offensive line to it, but mm-hmm. you never know. You would never know until you see it on the field. Is it really retooled? Is it going to be really retooled or not? Or are you going to still have Justin Fields running for his life? But he already had better weapons than he had last year. And Darnell Mooney is no no more than the number two wide receiver. He's no more than the number two. So you say if you get if you I, I think this if you get what you should get out of Claypool because I still think Claypool is a talent. He's a head case, but he's also a talent. If you get number two production, I think that knocks Mooney down to being your third receiver. Hey, I, I would, I wouldn't, I would really, I wouldn't really mind that. I mean, as long as the receivers are better, as long as the long, like I, I like DJ Moore. If DJ, DJ Moore, DJ, you should be able to take, you should be able to, DJ Moore should take a lot of pressure off the receipt off that receiving core. And Chase Claypool should be able to do something with DJ Moore in the helm. He should be able to do something. Donnell Mooney should be able to get off. Donnell Mooney should be able to, uh, should definitely uh, be able to get off. Should be able, definitely be able to get off. So uh, with DJ Moore being a better wide receiver over there, so and I'm I'm happy for DJ Moore, man, and I'm happy for Justin Fields that he got somebody. They finally, yeah, got to go too. That was a good pickup for them. Great pickup. I love it. 
Chase Claypool move back to the slot. Ashley will help him. But we'll see. For right now, I can't find him. I can't see him. I don't see him. I, don't, I can't find him. I can't find him. But he was, he was better at Pittsburgh. That was the only year. I think he, he was better in Pittsburgh. That was the rookie year. He was really good. And after that, you ain't seen him since. You ain't seen he just disap- He just disappears like he ain't been on the field. Yeah, What'd you say, Jerry? Because it literally can because he had Juju on the other side to make his rookie year pretty special. Because he had I think Juju played with injuries, I think though. Did, did, did Juju play the whole year with the Steelers? Because Juju hasn't had Juju wasn't good. Juju hasn't been good since his rookie year. This is about his second best year. This Juju second, this actually Juju second best year. Really? I think Juju yeah. is full gold. I think he fools gold. I don't. I think the Patriots are going to be in Me for too. a rude awakening when you get him out on that field, um, because when you target him, you know, without a good weapon on the other side, which the Patriots don't have, I, I just don't think he's going to be as productive as they think he will be. Yeah, because I remember, I remember him playing the slot. Claypool playing the slot his rookie, his rookie season. He was he was a hell of a player. I remember, I remember that because he had a th- I believe he had a thousand yards. He came out of Notre Dame. I remember him. Chase Claypool at, at the University of Notre Dame. Now, I do remember Chase Claypool. Do remember Chase uh, Claypool uh, in that situation right there. So, uh, other than that, uh, we get uh, we don't got many topics, but we uh, we get to the uh, the. How about this? The uh, worst, the worst and best jerseys. He said, "Chris said Juju stinks." <laughs> Go! I just don't think the Patriots are going to get a good value out of him. I just, I just don't think they definitely ain't picking him up in fantasy. Oh heck no! Well, I'm gonna leave him on. A, I'm gonna leave him on a sideline. You got to worry. He got to worry about that. I'm gonna leave him on the sideline. I ain't messing with him. Yeah, I'm I'm keeping him on the sideline. So, uh, give me the uh best and worst uh uniforms. Give me the best and worst uniforms. Uh, um, who, who's starting? Don't, don't, uh, you can go ahead, Jer. You can go ahead, Jer. I'll start with you first. Because, like, my worst, well, my three three of my worst is, remember when the NFL did that whole color room? Yeah. Yep. And they had Jacksonville, like, bottles of mustard. Yep. That was horrible. <laughs> and, as much as people love the Steelers, the Steelers, they look like Bumblebee, and it makes it literally makes my head hurt. <laughs> Fly around like that. Okay, oh, great. It wasn't ugly, but it was poorly. They could have did that a whole better way. The the Falcons grading. Now my best ones. Now I do like the Lakers City jersey. I love that one. I actually, if, like, if one comes available, I'll be the first one to get. Uh, Oregon football always has good football jerseys. I like loud colors, so I'm like, I love it. And then I'm gonna be a little homer here. My Titans, their baby blues, like the the the, the all blue. Yep. That's pretty fire too. With the, I like it. Those are mine. Go right. ahead, Will. Go all ahead. Right. I love my Saints color rush jersey. Um, that's that's my favorite. I go with my boys, man. My saying gonna prove a lot of people wrong up here. Who that? Um, I gotta go with Jacksonville's road jersey. I love that road jersey. Um, the Jacksonville's road jersey. Um, my other one, um, Florida State. 
Um, that Garden didn't go. Uh, hoo hoo That thing is awesome. My worst jerseys. Um, the Cleveland Browns. I don't get it. It's like just a, a big coffee stain somewhere on, the, on 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 your rug or something. I don't understand those. Um, I don't like the Cowboys. Um, I don't like nothing of the Cowboys jerseys, home or away. Um, and my last visit, and, and my last thing, those old—I don't know if you've seen them. Those old school Golden State Warriors jerseys. You ever seen those? Oh, what was one? Um, talk on it. It's um, it's a different. It, it's the old school logo with the city on it, and it's like a yellow color. I don't know. If, I don't know if you've seen that old school jersey. I don't yes, like that one. Yeah, I, I don't like that one at all. No. So those are mine. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> he said Hawaii. And <laughs> 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 uh, this has been fun this morning. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I. Uh, so uh, I, I'm gonna do this. Um, the Miami Dolphins said, uh, "Are the Miami Dolphins championship contenders?" Division well, contenders. I wouldn't say championship contenders, but definitely division. Contenders. It really contends on Tua being healthy, and yeah. if all of that martial arts training, which I know helps with break falling, because I took karate, I know helps with the back of the head hitting the ground hard so i'm like if that helps him to help stay healthy i feel like this team should be able should be two in their division i don't know about the rest but top two in a the division they got all the, they, they got almost every they they have all the tools to be a really good division team i just don't think they're there when you're looking at your Kansas City Chiefs, when you're looking at your Buffalo Bills, when you look at your Cincinnati Bengals, I don't think they're up to that level. But in terms of being a division contender, yes, they are. They can be a division contender, but I just don't think they're a championship contender. Not yet. I got got you, got you, got you, got you on, got you on that one. Uh, so um, before uh, before uh, you go, uh, Will, mm-hmm. tell the people that can follow you at. Oh, real quick. Um, Monday night on um, the Sports Report podcast, um, talking about everything NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball. Um, so definitely check us out Monday nights, um, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sports Report. Tuesday, Sports Report Fight Night. Um, we talk everything about the world of professional wrestling. That's on Tuesdays, um, 10 p.m. Eastern, sport on the Sports Report page, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Um, then you can catch me Wednesday um, right here. Cough, you catch me Wednesday right here. Coffee and sports, uh, sports show. Be right here, uh, Sports Empire Network. Thursdays, um, I do play versus team um, from the from the sidelines network. Um, that's at nine thirty five p.m. Eastern time. Uh, myself and Zoe, uh, we go ahead and break down everything that goes on in the NBA. Then Saturday night, um, it's the Geek Gauntlet podcast. Uh, Ten p.m. Eastern, talk everything geek, anime, gaming, comics, uh, whatever. We cover it. Um, and that will be 10 p.m. Eastern again, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And I thank you for letting me be here this morning, man. You good, you good, man. Shout out to you. Thank you for being here this morning with us. So we about to uh switch to our next uh next yeah. contestant. Take care, Will. Our next contestant, man. Just uh join, just uh 
happy to have a part of the network. And now I got to deal with two t- goddamn Tennessee Titans fans up on the stream with me at the same time. <laughs> other than that, I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm, a, I'm all right with it. Don't got a problem with it. But we got Mario in the building. <laughs> how you doing, Mario? I, how you doing today? You good? You muted. I'm I'm doing good. How are y'all? I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. I'm doing all right. Yeah. So I guess I gotta deal with two Titans fans as of, as of right now. All right. So, but I, I, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm I'm cool. I'm all right, y'all. Y'all don't y'all don't have y'all don't have to do it to me. But other than that, all right. So, uh, Mari, uh, give me your thoughts. Um, uh, give me your thoughts. Give me your best to worst jerseys. Give me your your best to worst jersey. Okay. So for my worst, I did the majority of my stuff is basketball that's what i did but uh mm-hmm. for the worst i did the 0608 clippers jersey okay it was i think it was orange if i'm not mistaken it was paying homage to like some buffalo team <laughs> i don't know who that is but i didn't like the orange and then there was like a diagonal stripe that crossed the jersey and it wasn't centered it just looked horrible and orange is like a hard color to pull off Pull off, I think, in terms of jerseys, anyways. And then for my favorites, I did, of course, the Vancouver Grizzlies jersey. Um, I got to copy one of those for sure. And then I did the Toronto Raptors, the one with the little dinosaur uh, on the front, the classic purple specifically, because mm-hmm. my favorite color is purple. And then I guess for football, I would do the Tennessee Titans, uh, ba- the uh, baby blue, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha on that one. So we have a uh we had a little uh thing that I uh go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead, go ahead, get out. I like the baby blues. Vancouver Grizzlies throwbacks. Uh Jay Jay said uh powder blue for the Chargers. Gene like Gene. Uh, no, go ahead, go ahead, Jerry. Like the Chargers. Mm-hmm. In that type of colorway too often, like it's an eyesore, the colors, but it looks nice. Said, uh, Gene says 76ers. <laughs> uh, uh, Gene, what you say? You wasn't hold on, let me. I got a show love for Gene because I think he mentioned the Titans. I think he mentioned the Titans shirts. I think, okay, let's see, let's see. Also, so he got the tight. He said, uh, the Titans. He said the Titans and Bengals. All right, all right, all right. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So, Anthony Davis, go Anthony Davis, uh, the Lakers. Anthony Davis is due to a contract extension with the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. It feels like the Lakers may end up re signing him. So, the question to, to uh, y'all should the Lakers actually re sign Anthony Davis? Or should they move on from after this season? Jerry, I'm going to start with you. Should, it, should you re-sign Anthony Davis? As the Lakers fan, I'm going to be real here. It depends on what LeBron James does. If LeBron James decides to go elsewhere, move on. Because once you split Braun from AD, you're not going to get the same AD. And that's a fact. But if I'm looking at the original standpoint, 
if I'm looking at it organizationally, I am going to try to because I do need that big defensive presence in the middle of the paint. But defensive inconsistency, but he's always been like that. But if I'm the Lakers front office with what I've already the pieces that I've already retained, the pieces that I've gotten, it would be wise to just go ahead and re-sign Anthony. Maybe, I don't know if it's possible, but another two to three years max. And then once Bronner, ship him up out of there. But that's my take on it. That That's the smartest thing that the Lakers need to do. Uh, I think the uh, obvious answer would be to re-sign Anthony Davis. Just a best player. It's the best player on the team. Uh, bet one of the best defenders in the league. You know, his offense might be inconsistent, but uh, inconsistent. But when AD on the court, that that defense always, for the most part, is going to be there. Um, I mean, there were some games where Anthony Davis showed up and showed out. You know, when Brown was hurt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I I would say they best bet would be to obviously resign Anthony Davis. You can't just easily get another player to take his spot. I can't. I don't think. Yeah, and especially to play beside a player like LeBron James, like that takes. That's a lot for a player. But yeah. If y'all had to bank on LeBron James being there next year, next year would that put Anthony Davis like in a tight spiral? If I want to, if, if I'm thinking about like you know, I already know with LeBron, you will never know. When LeBron, what he's gonna do? You never know if he he always. But one thing I, I like, I said I respect LeBron James because he always plays out his contract. He always does it. He ain't gonna never uh, ask for a trade in the middle of the season to try to get away, no matter how bad the situation is. But if if you if you if you was playing on the court and you know LeBron James is actually a free agent and you thinking about it in your head, do I resign back? Because I don't know. It puts you in the tight. It puts your hands tied behind your back. Basically, it gets your handcuffs, but you don't because you don't know. He's coming back. You don't know if he's coming back, back or not. Do you make that decision? Do you obviously take that decision if you're take that decision, Anthony? If you're Anthony Davis, uh, to say I don't know what LeBron James is gonna do, so I might as well, I might as well turn down a contract extension and not come back because I don't just because I don't know what he's gonna do. And he did say he was gonna play with his son. He did confirm that already. So Mario, uh, if you're Anthony Davis, what would you actually be thinking if you was like in his situation and you know LeBron get James and giving you an indication to come back, giving you no indication to come back? What would you do? Would you still sign or you would you figure out a way to move on? If I was Anthony Davis, I would still sign with the uh, Lakers. I think uh, they would be willing to build around AD uh, or something like that. I think. I think the Clakers might be where AD spend the rest of his career. I don't see him being on any other team. Um, I don't know. I would just resign with the Lakers if I was Anthony Davis, even if LeBron decides not to come back, whatever. So, yeah, that's what I would do. All right. Uh, go ahead, Jerry. What would you do if you stuck, if you Anthony Davis? What would you be thinking? One, I'm not letting another decision affect my pocket. So that's right. That's the yep. first thing. Okay. So whatever okay. LeBron do, I'm gonna make sure it's aligned regardless. Gotcha. So if I'm Anthony Davis and I get a bigger contract to stay in Los Angeles, and I feel like that's the best spot for him, 
is the Lakers. I'm staying in Los Angeles. Go play with his his son. I'm staying here, especially if they're gonna build the team around me and get me efficient offensive weapon that'll offset my inefficiencies. So I'm like, I the best thing for AD to do is really to stay in Los Angeles. I'm if I'm AD, I'm staying. Got you, got you. So we uh got you. So um. Marla said, "Do res- I do respect? Yeah, he always finish out his contract. He ain't gonna never, he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna never ditch you or anything. Now he probably asked to trade people. He probably will do that. Probably trade ask uh to trade some people about it out or say what he want, what what player that he want. But other than that, he's gonna always be a, a great businessman and finish off what he got to do. He's gonna always do that. That's one thing uh you can count on LeBron James about is hey, no matter how bad the team will be, he's gonna always finish out the contract. Now when he leaves, it's a different." It's gonna be a different story. The team ain't gonna be no more the same. No, no team is no more the same without LeBron James. We already didn't see that. We seen, you know, Miami have him. He gave him two championships, and what? Well, they still a, they still a competitive organization. They still a goddamn championship contender. That's what they always gonna be as long as Pat Riley move uh, living. Cleveland, he left them in the dirt after when he went when he went to uh, to Miami. He comes back all of a sudden. They competitive. They they back they back uh, to a relevancy again. He come, he goes to LA. Cleveland has a uh, bad two years. Now all of a sudden, that oh, good job. That and that's a definition of having a great front office too. Because Cleveland able to draft well, they able to get free agents. So you gotta give credit to Cleveland for how they uh, how they definitely came back, came back up even without LeBron, even without LeBron James. The Lakers were they good without LeBron James? Hell no, they wasn't good without LeBron James. But they're good with them. You know you're gonna be competitive with them, uh, with him in the. Uh, Seatable future, but other than that, when he leaves, we'll see what Anthony Davis is gonna do. We'll see what the Lakers are gonna be still be competitive without him. Uh, so we got OG Ananobi. The Raptors aren't serious on listening to trade offers on OG. Should the Raptors come off OG? Uh, I'm gonna start with you, Jer. No, because it's like if they're not listening, obviously they see some. Are they not listening, or are they listening? They said they're not serious. They're not actually serious of listening. They're not serious. Also, they're they're not serious. OG, they see OG as a piece that they around or as a – OG is a pretty decent player. I think you can build some more pieces, fairly decent play, pieces, Ronald, that we're talking about. They haven't done anything in 2019. So, if I'm Toronto's front office, I, I'm not towards – seriously trying to trade them but i'm looking for some more better pieces to kind of put around him like didn't toronto just lose um van vliet yep so they're gonna need another huh yep so they're gonna need another point so they're gonna have to rebuild that team so i'm not i'm not coming off of og I'm just going going ahead and looking at free agency and trading and building my team back up. That's it. Gotcha, gotcha. Mario? Mm, me, personally, I want OG on my team. But, you know, because he would help my team. But if I'm, think, if I'm looking at it from the Raptors' perspective, I guess I would keep him. Um, you know, they can – I mean, they technically can still – they. They're not obviously they're not final contenders, but I think that they could still be relevant in the playoffs with Pascal and uh OG, those type those two players. 
Um, so yeah, I guess they should keep them. I guess keep them to remain relevant. Because if they lose him and Pascal, they no want they bottom of the barrel in the uh, East. Don't don't say you no. You can't have everybody. Don't be another Fred. You can't have everybody. Lakers can't have everybody. Lakers can't have OG. Memphis can't have everybody now. Memphis mm-hmm. can't get everybody. Can't get everybody. Uh, so who get, who gets traded first? Who gets traded first? Dame or uh, Harden? Mario, I'm gonna start with you. Who gets traded first? If you had, if you had, who gets traded first? I'm hoping Dame gets traded first, but I think it's gonna be uh Harden. I really think it's gonna be Harden. I think. Yeah, I think Harden gets traded first. Yeah. Jerry, who gets traded first, Harden or Dame? I'm so sick and tired of talking about, but um, my I think I'm gonna go a little bit different. I'm gonna think Dame gets traded first because you know the 76ers and James Harden are still having an entanglement thing going on where what they want to do they want to get rid of them do they want to keep them i personally think that the best spot right now for james harden is to stay in philadelphia he might not want to stay in philadelphia but i think he needs to stay there but i feel as long as it's going to take there's a high probability that james gets traded first but i think dan's traded first because i don't having that whole web of i don't know what they're doing whether or not they're going to keep them or they're actually going to trade them know what that situation is but dame wants out so i think that dame is going to end up getting traded first for the got you got you got you he said <laughs> yeah i know about that i know i know <laughs> that. i've been knowing about that i saw you know what i saw a picture of james Harden the other day i saw actually a picture of james Harden the other day that dude been eating a lot of those honey buns y'all know those honey buns that he uh gave the little baby he's been eating a lot of them in the off season and that's the thing what's going on with James Harden. You piss him off, you frustrate him. Oh, yeah, you, you ain't going to never hear the end of that story. You already know he's going clubbing. He's going to little baby party. He's going to go eat honey buns. He's going to eat He's gonna eat the whole table. And he do got he do got a restaurant out here in Houston. He do. It's called 13. So he been 13. He been in that. He been out a lot. He been in that lot this summer. So, yeah, he he kind of got he kind of got a little he kind of got a little bigger and out of, and out of shape. And he already made him be known, let it be known that hey, I want I want to buy the I want to buy the uh the 76ers and I want to go to the Clippers. So he already made that be known. It's rumored that he uh wants to play with Russell Westbrook. And all of a sudden Joel and B come out and say, I will want to win a championship either here or somewhere. If I can, I I'll go somewhere else and win it. I'll go somewhere else and win it. Um, is that a big deal or that's a no big deal? Jerry, you got your you look. You're looking like a uh, mush in the face. You want to answer that question? Is that a big deal or no big deal? I'm like, I'm like what is going on in Philadelphia? <laughs> now, because I just found that out like two seconds ago. Like, what yep. is going on? Now Joel Embiid is all of a sudden, he wants a championship. He's going to get it in Philadelphia. Can you stay healthy? Can you show up in the playoff game before we talk about championships, Mr. Embiid? Can you stay around? Like, come on. And then Wayne, I did not know that. Well, because when when the sources I've been reading been back and forth, but 
if it if he wants out and going him going to the Clippers, is James Harden and Russell Westbrook gonna work together? I think we and I think we know the answer is no. Um Kawhi or Paul George, if one of them are still still together, are they gonna work well with Westbrook? I don't think so. So I'm like, I don't think that's a good but if he wants to go there and play around and track meet on the basketball court, go. He won't be getting yeah. the championship. Yep. Mari, you can go ahead. Go ahead. About Joel uh comments. Yeah. No, I'm not surprised, you know, uh players switching teams to win championships isn't new. Uh but Gloria's right. Can't he show up in the playoffs though? Like that's that should be what he should be thinking about first instead of trying to join another team uh, and try to get the ring. Because if he, if there have been times where if like Joel just show up, they could move farther, but it's like it's not happening. Yep, and then y'all don't want me to go get, I don't want to get started. Season. I don't want to get started. Y'all already know what I say about Joel and B. I don't want to go get started. I don't want to go get my notebook. And like I say again, he want to. Like he didn't technically come out and say he wanna he wanted out. He just said it's just sending the front office a message. Sending the front office a message. I don't got that much time to win. I don't got that much time in Philadelphia, so I'm trying to win a championship uh, now. And I think this is the breaking point. I think he knows that. But m- first of all, it starts with him. It starts with Joel Embiid. It starts with you, not your teammates, not the organization. It starts with you. You supposed to be a top three player in the NBA. You cried about the MVP for three years. You finally got that guy during MVP award. Now you decide to act a fool in the playoffs, which is that's what you've been doing. Now I got to hear all the excuses. He don't have the roster wasn't never good enough. The roster wasn't never good good enough. That's crap. We all know. Y'all remember Jimmy Butler in 2017. If if y'all remember Jimmy Butler being on the 76ers roster, y'all raise your hand. If you remember, right, everybody raise your hand. If you remember, uh, if you remember Jimmy Butler, on that roster, on that roster. There we go, Jerry. If you remember Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, when he was an all-star on that roster, Tobias Harris was on now. I believe that's who was on now. And Jimmy Butler just came up in the trade that year. Uh, I believe that was 2019 when Toronto won a title and Kawhi Leonard uh, broke their back. How many points did Joel Embiid average 17 points per game? Joel, there we go, Jay. They're going to hand Joel Embiid average 17 points per game. So how, how about, how, how, how does... How, how's that the roster? How's that the roster fault? How's that the head coach fault? That a top three player averaging 17 points per game in 2019. How's how's it the coaching in the roster fault? Roster fault that year. And you had all-star Jimmy Butler, who wanted to leave Minnesota. Minnesota haven't been to the playoffs in 16 straight years until they got Jimmy Butler. Their organization has been irrelevant since Jimmy. When Jimmy Butler came, he finally went to the uh playoffs. Philadelphia gets better, and he have, decides to have average 17 points per game in that whole series. That's just not that's – not, that's, that's the whole series, y'all. We got to understand. It just wasn't in one game. It was the whole series. So he averaged 17 points per game throughout that whole series. If we want to go to Atlanta, we can take it to Atlanta. Yes, Ben Simmons did not – made, made the wrong decision. Was the, uh, elected to miss a free throw, but elected to not dunk on little Trey Young. But you know what Joel Embiid decided to do? He had eight turnovers. He had eight turnovers in the game. Nobody brought that up. Nobody brought that eight turnovers. Matter of fact, he had two games in that series. He had eight turnovers. And both of them came actually back to back. So who is this Joel Embiid? Is it a Joel Embiid fault? 
Or is it the coach's fault? It's always going to be the coaches, and rightfully so. I don't mind them blaming Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons didn't play better, didn't play make it worse. But don't act like it was Ben Simmons. It was all Ben Simmons' fault. Don't, don't overlook Joel Embiid having eight turnovers, having eight turnovers in that series and back-to-back game when you lost to a 25-point lead earlier in the series. No, that's on Joel Embiid right there. How about this year? I thought Doc Rivers was the problem. I thought Doc Rivers was the problem this year. What about the game six? What about the game six? What about the game six he had? What about the game seven that he had? What about the game four when PJ Tucker had to cuss him out? What about that? He didn't score. He couldn't score down a stretch in game four. But you know who won that game? Who won that game? Game four. James Harden won that game in game four. In the fourth quarter, James Harden had twelve. Had twelve points. The the uh, Sixers had fifteen. That's how the game actually got into overtime. And you know who showed up in the in the overtime? James Harden was the reason why they won game four. Who was the reason why they won game one? James Harden was the reason why they won game one. So James Harden won you two games. He won you. He got you two games. Other than that, the series probably would have been been a walkthrough. This is what I'm saying. If we're going to say Joel Embiid, the top five player in the league, we got to start holding this goddamn guy accountable. We got to stop making up excuses for the roster. Or as always, the, the roster is badly constructed. They were good enough. You win seven games. You win seven games with Boston. You were good enough. You were good enough to win. You went uh, six, which is you shouldn't have went six with. You shouldn't have went six with Miami last year. You shouldn't have went six with Miami. But you want to say Joel Embiid was hurt the first two games. You want to say Joel Embiid was hurt the first uh, two, game, two games. That's fine and dandy. But what about when he got back? What about when he got back? What did he do when he get back? See, I'm, I'm just saying we need to start holding guys like that to a higher standard and stop always trying to make an excuse for the guy all the time. Now you got Nick Nurse this year. You're finally excited about Nick Nurse. You're finally excited about Nick Nurse. What's going to be the problem this year? If the Sixers finish in the same boat that they finished uh, last year, second round or not, who's going to be the excuse this year? Is Joel and B going to get a pass? Or is Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse going to be get, be the person to blame? Or is Joel and B going to blame his teammates? Which is I would have been up in his face right after that game because he, the first thing he decided to do, oh, me and James Harden need more help. I don't like that. I don't like that. It's a lack of accountability. It's a lack of accountability. It's a lack of accountability. And you're the leader of the team, and you just coming off a MVP, 33-point-per-game 33 season, and all of a sudden you decide to dip your average to 23 points per game. I'm sorry I had to cook on Joel Embiid. Sorry I had to do that. But we got to stop, stop trying to make an excuse talking about the goddamn roster all the time and start looking at that dude not getting the job done. And one bottom, bottom way – you have Jokic, who could get the job done. You got a Jokic who elevates in the playoffs. You got a Jokic who elevates his game in the playoffs. Win or lose, he elevates his game in the playoffs. So we got to start holding these top 10-ish, top 5-ish, especially this guy. We got to stop giving this man so much excuses. We got to stop giving him so much excuses. Giannis got the same Giannis got the same crap when he lost in the first round. He got the same crap. Mm -hmm. He got the same crap. And he finally, what he did, he delivered with a championship. Now you don't hear it no more. So, again, I, I definitely agree he deserved the MVP. He deserved it the last two years. But I was not mad that Jokic got it. I was not mad that Jokic got it because he had a hell of a season. Joel B finally got an MVP. He finally got his MVP. And look what he finally look what he decided to do. It's the same stuff each and every year he does. And nobody nobody holds him, nobody holds the man accountable for it. Nobody holds the man come out and say, oh, it's him. Oh, it's always the coaching style. It's always roster construction. He had the roster. He had the roster good enough. For the last three years, last couple of years, you're able to go six with Miami. He was able to go seven with Boston. He was able to go seven with Boston. 
So the Rock, he was able to go seven with Toronto, with Kawhi Leonard. So the Rosses has been good enough to win. It just, no, him ain't showing up. Joel Embiid ain't show up and play basketball. So I say, man, sorry for the rant, ladies and gentlemen, but just letting y'all know we gonna start. I'm, we gotta start holding that guy to a higher standard. <laughs> we gotta start holding that guy to a higher standard than what everybody holding him to. Instead of blaming the uh, coaches and the roster all the time, that's the first thing you bring up, and not him, not him. So we going uh, to LeBron James winning number twenty three again. Jury, do you care? No. It's time to cut the consistent number switching out. You're forty. You're pushing forty. Cut this crap out. And then he said it's for Bill Russell. He changed his numbers just like an angsty team changes her clothes. Like, come on now. Pick a number and stick with it. I don't care if he changes his number from three to zero to one to five. Cut it out. Pick one and stay with it at this point in your career. Got you, got you. Uh, Mario? I mean, the him going back to 23 after he said a long time ago that nobody should wear 23 is kind of crazy. But I can understand the switch from six due to Bill Russell. But is the two numbers that he's known for wearing have been worn by greats who have had better careers than him, which is crazy. Um, I don't really care, though. I mean, 23 LeBron is my favorite LeBron. I think um, – I think with this new roster, LeBron about to go back to 2018, LeBron. I'm ready to see this. Um, so, yeah, I'm not surprised he changed. Changed. I, yeah, I am surprised. No, I'm not surprised that he changed it. Uh, I'm not surprised he chose 23. But, yeah, I mean, I don't really. It is what it is. It's LeBron. He said he changed. That exactly that's what he said. Yeah. That's the part of me what he really said. He Out of respect for Embiid. for attention. Part of me, me thinks too. he's doing this for attention. He always do that. Uh, LeBron James, he always do that. Any any type of attention LeBron James can get, he'll get it. He'll he'll, he'll come out with it and get it. If he got if he got to say something, if he got to trade someone. You'll hear him. You'll hear him say it just to get just to get just to get the attention. Uh, but again, what I say. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yo, cause I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of the excuses on that damn dude. That dude, that dude needs to be held accountable. And I see, I see it all the time. Oh, we the roster's never good enough. No, he's never good enough. He's never good enough. He's never good enough in the playoffs. That dude's never good enough. That that's for any superstar though. We should be able to do that to any any guys that say that's when you're in that top five range. You're you basically you're a superstar when when you're in the top five. In the league, you're a superstar. And I'm expect you to hold up to that standard. Hold up to that standard. And in the playoffs, I expect you to hold up to that damn standard. We're gonna be you call your top five player. And that's supposed that that's supposed that's supposed to be what you call a guy during the day. And then LeBron James just decided to uh, come out with that. Him and Savannah come out with that crap. That po that supposed to be uh which I forgot who the day that supposed to be, but yo. Golly, Asia Wilson. Shout out to Asia Wilson for being the best female basketball player. Shout out to her as well. That was that was a good one right there. That was a good one. Uh, he said jersey set pay attention and jersey sales. Yup. You know everybody gonna get that for the Lakers 23, 23, 
What did he have in Miami? He had six. What did he have in Miami? Yeah, he six, six. Right? Okay. Yeah, six. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I know, man. That's why he switched to uh number 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 twenty-three, man. I think like I say, I think like I say, man. I love that because guess what? I think Jordan is a better player, man. I think Jordan is actually a better better ball player. I always value Jordan. I always value Jordan over him. So uh, we go to the Warriors. We go to the Warriors. Stephen Curry says the Warriors are more than a natural uh, buy or sell, begin a championship contender. Do y'all think the Warriors are championship contenders? No. All right. No, I don't anymore. There, I. It's weird because they still have the same core. They still got Dre, Clay, and Steph. But just technically all you need. They got the chemistry. They got the experience. Um, they have all that, but I think it's just other teams. I feel like even with the addition of Chris Paul, you know, Steph is right. They've gotten more mature. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Paul does have experience enough in the finals, but like one time, and then you got the other guys who have had experience uh, with the core. Um, but other teams have just gotten better. You know, the Lakers are better. I, I think the Denver Nuggets as a team, they're better. I think the Grizzlies are better. They're younger. I mean, the experience isn't there, but they're younger. Um, they have a chip on their shoulder due to them being younger and stuff like that. I just think that there are other teams that have gotten better than the Golden State Warriors. I don't think they're championship contenders anymore. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha on that one. Gotcha. Uh, tell Desmond Bang, give me some of the, uh, let me hold some, let me hold some of that money. Uh, go ahead, Jerry. <laughs> no, they're not contenders. I agree that they are more mature, but the Golden State Warriors is not an addition by subtraction type situation. Just because you get rid of Jordan Poole and you lose some other players does not make you a, con a, a championship contender. And then you acquire CP3. Now, the other teams, in, they're not just better in the conference. They're also bigger. So they're still small, if not smaller. Yeah. They need another big alongside Draymond, even though Draymond isn't a big to me. But mature does help with the second unit. But as far as championship is, it would take a Cinderella run for them to get another championship at this point, the way their roster is constructed. A Cinderella run. I think their window is effectively over yep got gotcha 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 um i know that desmond bain man that's my god man desmond bain i know i've been knowing desmond bain for a long time if y'all don't know he, he he used to stay across the street from me man that that's my that is my god desmond bain is one of my favorite players in the league uh y'all so this desmond bain is i like him once job uh so let me see uh, are they really contenders in the Western Conference? So I'm going to only go by this one. I'm going to only really actually go by this. Uh, so I'm going to start with Denver. We already know Denver. I'm, I'm going to start with Denver. We already know Denver is championship contender. We already know they lost. They did lose Bruce Brown. But at the same time, no people say bring, they should have brought him back. But I'm not paying them no $45 million. I'm not. I'm not going to do that at that point right there. But I still think they fine. Uh, we, had, we had Sacramento that made the playoffs. We had Sacramento. Uh, I think they there's a possibility they can also take a step back, but I still think they are in the playoffs. They're not championship contenders. I'm not gonna get started with the Clippers. They would never be health, they would never be healthy enough. 
uh, that's, they would not be healthy enough in a playoff run or a season run. They would not be healthy enough. Yes, they got a lot of talent. They got all the talent they need and all the ingredients they need uh, to win, to go to the Western Conference Finals, but they would never play, be healthy enough to play. And James Harden will be coming in the training camp out of shape like he always do, like he always do. Then someone get hurt, he's going to fall apart again. Any type of adversity, James Harden going to fall apart. You're going to have a problem. You're going to have a problem with him. Uh, you got, let's see who else you got. You got Memphis, Grant. John Morant will be out for the first 25 games. I think they will be fine. I think Memphis will be fine once he comes back and get his crap together. I think Memphis will be good. They will be competing for at least a top three seed. They can be a tough out in, a, in the playoffs. If only John, the key holds to Memphis is John Morant. That, that's the main, that's the main guy. That's the main key to keep that team going. If he can, if he can be good, they can borderline be Western Conference finals content, contenders right there. So, well, she got you got Dallas. They're gonna have a good offense, but they're not gonna have a good defense. They're gonna have a good offense. They're gonna score consistent. They're just not gonna have a good defense. They're just not gonna be able to play good enough defense. They're gonna be able to score. They're gonna be at the. Uh, they're gonna be able to complete compete for us playoff slash playing tournament team. But if I had to guess this year, they may be no more. Probably than a seven seed at best. They can be fifth. They can be a fifth seed. We got Oklahoma City. We got Oklahoma City. Can they have the year that they had last year, or will they have a? They will they have a? A nose dial where they have a nose dial. Uh, so uh, who else you got? Who else out? Who the else? Suns. The Suns. Yes, you're right. The Thank Lakers. you. Right there. All the Suns really championship contenders with the roster. the roster. Definitely. The roster is fine. The roster looks good. The roster, but can they stay? Can can Kevin Durant stay on the floor? I think they got the talent for the championship content. Be championship contender. I think they got the talent. But uh, that remains to be seen. That remains to be seen right there. Uh, my rock is not. My rock is not no threat in the West. We're not contenders. We're not contenders. We're not no threat. Oh, the Pelicans. We, we can compete for a playing tournament. I believe we'll be better. We'll compete for a playing tournament. But that's it. That's the only thing. That's the only thing it is right there with the roster construction we got. Uh, the Pelicans. Zion. I think they situation just like the uh, yeah. the uh, Clippers. They. I mean, they star player can never stay healthy. Yes. Then- yes. But it's just him alone. It's him alone. True. It's him alone too. It's the Clippers. It's Paul George and Kawhi. It's Paul George and Kawhi. Go ahead, go ahead, Go ahead, Audrey. Go ahead. I said it's because Zion just don't want to do it. He's lazy. Hey, that's Kawhi. Yo, Kawhi. Yo, we'll win a championship for Atlanta. We'll win a championship championship before Atlanta. <laughs> no. That's it. Yeah, we'll, we'll be up there before Atlanta. There we go, Kyle. There we go. Yeah. Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I need up. something to be hyped up about. Yeah, Kyle. There we go. Yeah, facts. We'll be we'll we'll be contending before Atlanta. Let them know. Let them know. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Zion eat too much uh, of that New Orleans. Zion hit too uh, eat too much of that New Orleans gumbo. But I believe that's the only problem with the. Uh, that's the only problem with the Pelicans. That's the only problem with the Pelicans. Him, he's got to be. He's got to be healthy. The last time he was healthy, the New Orleans Pelicans was first in the West. They were first in the West the last time he was healthy. Now it just starts with him. The Clippers. That's 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 with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. That's both of them combined. They can't they can't stay on the floor. They got they got depth too. They got some good depth. But the problem is it's them. It's them guys. It's them got two guys right there. If they can stay healthy. That will be fine. But I'm not trusting them to ever stay health stay healthy on the same team. But other than that, um, the West, the West, I just think think the uh, the Denver Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets are just that superior. 
superior. I just think they're just that superior over everybody. But other than that, it's only it is two wild card teams. It's two wild card teams. It is uh it is the Memphis Grizzlies and it is the uh Phoenix Suns. I think those are the two wild card teams for a dark horse in the Western Conference Finals uh right now. So that's if John ja- ja- <laughs> look a Brandon from <laughs> <laughs> there we go, Kyle. Man, you done made my day, man. You done made, you made my day. All right, y'all. This is the last topic for the day when we get up out of here in this morning show. So, other than that, uh, shout out to the Cleveland Cavaliers. They won the Summer League Championship. They did beat my Rockets, and which is I'm proud. We got, we finally got a taste of what winning feels like. We haven't did had that in three years. We had that in three years. So, we did finally get a, t- get a taste of what winning is like. And we finally got coaches that know what the hell they're doing. They know what the hell they're doing on the court. Instead of a coach like Steven Silas, that's been an assistant coach for 20 years. It's the reason why you coach, been an assistant coach for 20 years. You haven't been a head coach. But other than that, is the Summer League Championship, is it, a, uh, is it a big thing, you guys? Is it too much? Is it too much, though? Is it too much, a Summer League Championship? Is it too much? No. Thank you. Thank you. No. I don't think so. No, it's not too much. Let people feel accomplished when they win stuff. Thank and if you, you have a win, you, yes. you probably never won anything in your life. I agree. It's even though it's not a real NBA championship, but you're still the best team that's currently playing in a talent-filled league. That's an accomplishment worth being celebrated. So anybody who has a problem with it, go win something and then tell us how you feel. Yeah, man, I did forget the Lakers. I did forget the Lakers. My bad. I forgot the Lakers. <laughs> you did. I did forget about them. I swear to God, I did. Yeah, they can. I, I would call the Lakers championship contenders as of right now because they do today made they made the Western Conference Finals. So I would definitely call them. My bad, Brad. Thank you for bringing that up. I forgot. I forgot about the Lakers. You know, I forgot about the Lakers. That's on me. I brought. I brought every other team besides the Lakers. But I would give them the benefit of a doubt of being uh, just because they've been in the Western Conference Finals last year. As long as you got LeBron James and Anthony Davis can stay healthy, they should be able to be fine. They should be yeah, good. They should. They better be good to go as long as they got them. Uh, but yeah, uh, go ahead, Mari. Yeah, I don't, and you have the uh, young uh, players uh, trying to play towards something, obviously trying to get a spot on the team, but also them trying to, uh, I mean, win. Like, that's the ultimate goal, to win games. And, like, the fact that they have a championship, the fact that they can be awarded for their play. You know, I, I see no issue with the Summer League uh, championship. I like it. Hey, you know what, Kyle? We got one let we got one final we got one finals more than the uh than the Atlanta Hawks. We got one finals more than the Atlanta Hawks. We won we made the summer league title, uh Kyle. So we already off to a great start. We already off to a, <laughs> we already off to a good, good start. <laughs> I, I definitely... The city of Atlanta's defense. This is not a sports town. This is not a sports city. It's known for just about everything else but sports. Yeah, let us say, man, I agree with y'all, man. I, I like I, that's the first thing on my mind. I say, let them people have their flowers, man. Cleveland, they uh, they had a good season, or anybody, man, or anybody. Let them have their flowers. Let them get a taste of, of winning, winning games, winning game, winning feel, feeling like with a championship. You know, uh, it's like, and plus they get the rings, and plus they get the rings. Let them get a taste of what winning feels like right. in winning championship. And these are young players coming into the NBA. They're trying to fight for a roster spot. Uh, you got guys with getting two-way contracts. If they don't win a battle in training camp, if they if they uh in Cleveland, they can find they can probably go somewhere else and get get a spot. 
let these young people uh let these people let these people uh do their thing and celebrate and gets a taste of a winning fit feels like or winning a championship feel feels like or tasting champagne. So I don't think it's too much. I definitely like winning uh like like them getting the rings and getting shirts and stuff, like making them feel like they won something. They actually right. won something and they young. They just coming in the league. So I like I like what some of the league is doing. That's why I pay attention to confidence up. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, does. That's what it does. So that's why I'm not even mad that my Rockets lost the championship. I'm just happy that they that they got a taste of winning with a new head coach. I'm just happy that they got a taste of winning. That's all. That's all. And I'm happy to see them young players go out there and compete. That's all I. That's all I. That's all I care about. But Kyle Wright, the Rockets are coming. And hey, Kyle, hey Kyle, thank you, thank you, brother, thank you, thank you so much, you man. Started Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man. Shout out to everybody that came in the chat. This is the end of the morning show, man. Shout out to y'all. Yo, shout out to my brother Cool McCain, man. Shout out to you. Shout out. Shout out to you, brother. Congratulations on your chat. Hey, hey, take care of my boy Jay Huff, man. He just got a two way contract with us, man. From uh, from y'all because he played with us. So shout out to Jay Huff from getting that two way contract with y'all. See, that's what I'm talking about. Jay Huff played for my Rockets in the summer league, and he got he earned himself a two way contract in demo. That's why I say summer league is something. It's something. It's something to a lot of these uh people and a lot of these coaches do something to the, these people. So uh Jerry, tell the people they can follow you at. Oh, uh, you can follow me on um I have my own podcast, Jory Sports Stories, on Apple, YouTube, growing a YouTube channel. You can also find me here every Wednesday. Well, I'll try to be every Wednesday for on the Coffee and Sports Morning Show. And I got some other things working in the works too. I don't want to reveal them just yet, but it's coming. It's coming. But you can follow me on YouTube and find me here on the network. Yeah, we ain't talking about no Tennessee type. We ain't doing. We ain't doing uh, it. I'm just. <laughs> uh, go ahead, go ahead, Mari. Go ahead. Y'all can follow me on TikTok and Twitter at Maria Knows Best. Maria Knows Best. Um, yeah, and my uh, YouTube is also Maria Knows Best. I have yet to post uh any videos yet though, but yeah, those are my socials. Yeah, gotcha. All I say, no introduction, no introduction to me. Y'all know where to find me at. I ain't hard to find. I ain't hard. I ain't hard to find. I'm about to uh, go chill. My guy Desmond Bain, he right across the street from me right now. So, other than that, <laughs> as for your boy, uh, Coach Dante, Jerry, and Mario, we'll see y'all guys in the next morning show. Y'all know when that is. That is tomorrow, man. Peace out, y'all. Have a good morning. Mm-hmm.